Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Clever Girls Know podcast. This is Bola from clevergirlfinance.com. Okay, so today's episode is going to be on a topic that I have had on my list for a while, and also it is a question that I get asked pretty frequently, and it is whether you should be paying off debt or saving money, or if you can do both at the same time. So a lot of times I get someone tell me, hey, Bola, you know, I hear all these things about investing and saving money and taking advantage of time and compounding. Should I just be paying the minimums to my debt um, and focus on saving and investing so I t- until I get to a certain amount of money put away? Or do I just stop saving completely and then focus on paying off all of my debt? And then once my debt is paid off, start saving and investing. What do I do? And so I'm going to be talking about that with you guys today. But before we get into it, I just want to say a big thank you to everyone who has subscribed recently and to all of you listening. I appreciate you spending your time with me. And so let's get started on this topic. And I apologize in advance if I sound congested. I'm actually getting over a cold, but I didn't want to not record an episode this week. So when it comes to paying off debt or saving money, I'm of the opinion that you can actually do both. However, you're going to still want your main focus to be on aggressively attacking your debt. So let me give you an example. Let's say you have a credit card that has a 15% interest rate and you also have a savings account, but your savings account has a 1% interest rate. The interest that you are paying, that 15% that you are paying to that credit card company is going to cost you way more money than you're ever going to make on that 1% savings account. So it doesn't make sense to funnel away all this money into savings and then have to, at 1%, and then have to give away 15% to the credit card company every month. At that point, you're actually losing money. So when you think about paying off debt and saving at the same time, you want to make sure that it makes sense for your overall financial picture. And that means getting rid of your debt and then once your debt is gone like I mentioned turning your focus over to savings so then if I'm saying you can save at the same time how much should should you be saving right that's the next question so this is what I recommend this is you know what I think number one you want to make sure that you have an emergency fund in place so when people talk about emergency funds, the typical recommendation is that you have three to six months put away um, in the event of an emergency or unplanned life circumstance. However, just like that credit card example I gave you just now, that 15% credit card example I gave you, you don't want to put away all this money in emergency savings, but still be paying high interest debt because at this point you're going to be losing money. It doesn't make sense to have all that money tucked away and then be paying all this interest. So what I recommend is that you start with a small emergency account, small emergency savings of about $1,000. And $1,000 is a really good amount that can help you whether the most basic emergency. So think about, you know, you need to repair your car, you need to buy a couple new tires, you need to buy an emergency plane ticket, your water heater at home breaks. $1,000 can help you deal with those type of situations. And the reason why you want to have an emergency fund in place, even if it's just $1,000, is so that if one of those things does come up, you don't have to leverage debt or get yourself deeper into debt to pay for it. You can dip into that emergency savings, pay for that um, 
situation and then make a plan to replenish your emergency savings while you continue to pay off your balance on your debt. So $1,000 is a good amount to have saved in an emergency account while you're paying off your debt, while you're focused on aggressively paying off your debt. The next type of savings I recommend is saving for retirement. So when you have debt, like I mentioned, your focus is your focus should be to be paying off that debt, but you still want to make sure that you're putting a little bit of money aside towards the long term, towards your retirement. And the reason why I talk about and recommend saving for retirement, even if you have debt, is because nobody is going to be responsible for your retirement but you. You can't rely on the government. You can't rely on social security. You can't rely on a welfare handout. For all we know, those things may not even exist. And also, even if they do exist, they're not going to afford you the quality of life or the lifestyle you want to live your retirement in. So think about how you imagine retiring. Think about how you imagine living your life um, when you get older. Social security or welfare is not going to help you do that. And I also like to say that, you know, come retirement age, no one is going to be waiting for you with a bottle of champagne and a mansion on the beach and a million dollars or $2 million. And they're going to be like, hey, I saved this for you. You have to take your retirement into your own hands. The last thing that you want is to be forced into a state funded retirement home. Nobody wants that, right? So it's important that you start to put a little bit of money aside into your retirement savings. So if you are employed and your retire- your employer offers a retirement savings plan and there is a match, you want to contribute in just enough money so that you can get that full match, which is essentially, that match is essentially free money. If your employer does not offer a match, you want to contribute a small amount of your salary, let's say 5%. That way you're still putting something aside for your long term. So for example, let's say you make $50,000 um, before taxes, of it is $2,500. That's a small amount, but it's still something going towards your retirement savings. If you are self-employed, you can go with the same approach where you contribute a small amount of your income, 5%, into an IRA so that you're putting something aside for the long term. So once you have your emergency savings of $1,000 in place and you have started contributing that very small amount to your retirement savings... Um, you're getting the full match or you're putting 5% of your income, then you want to turn your focus to aggressively paying down your debt. And the reason why I keep saying aggressive is because your goal should be to pay off your debt, especially that high interest debt. Your goal should be to pay off that debt as quickly as possible. So that means you want to focus on cutting down your expenses, any unnecessary expenses that you have. You want to cut them out and put that money towards paying off your debt. So let's say you have a gym membership you don't use. Let's say you're going to Starbucks every day. Those are things that you want to cut out or cut down so you can put that extra money towards your debt. You also want to learn how to budget if you don't already do that because a budget is going to help you track your income and your expenses. And your goal is to make sure that you're keeping your expenses well below your income and you're also widening the gap between your income and and expenses because the money in that gap after you've paid all your... um, utilities, rent, mortgage, you know, you've bought groceries, the money in that gap is money that you can put towards your debt. Also think about what you have in your home that you don't use. Are there things in your kitchen, in your closet that you can sell to raise some extra money to put towards your debt? And 
When it comes to being aggressive, it also means that you're going to need to step outside of your comfort zone. So let's say you have cut down your expenses as best as you can and you have done your best to make sure that you can, you know, clean out your closet, clean out your home, sell some stuff, make some extra money, whatever it is that you've tried to do, and you realize that, you know what, I'm not paying as much as I would like to, then you want to think about what can you do next. And that could be maybe finding a part-time job, maybe finding a higher paying job, maybe starting a side hustle. So is there something that you're good at that people typically compliment you about? Are you good at baking? Are you good at graphic design um, that you can start charging people for? And once you decide to take on that extra job or do that extra work, the sole intent of that money you earn should be towards going to making payments on your debt. So it's all about getting radical, getting aggressive, stepping out of your comfort zone and doing what you need to do to get that debt gone as quickly as possible. The debt you want to focus on paying off first should be any high interest debt that you have. So think about credit cards, store cards, if you have any other loans that are that have high interest rates, and also your car note if you have a car note. And the reason why I put a car note in this category, even though for many people or for a lot of people, their, the interest rate on their car, car loan might not be that high, is because your car is a depreciating asset, which means the longer you own it, the longer you drive it, the more miles you put on it, the less it's worth. And you don't want to owe more on your car than it's actually worth. So it's to your benefit to pay it off as quickly as you can. Once you've gotten those high interest debts out of the way, then you can turn your focus to your other debts that typically have lower interest rates. So things like your student loans and your mortgages. And at that point, you can then begin to ramp up your savings a little bit. So put more money into your emergency fund, put more money into investing, and then continue aggressively paying down that student loan, paying down that mortgage debt. Also, keep in mind that in order to successfully pay off your debt, you need to have a good debt repayment strategy in place. So, you know, you can either decide to use a snowball method, which is where you organize your debt by highest interest rate. So the debt with the highest interest rate is on the top and the one with the least, the lowest interest rate is on the bottom. And you focus on paying the minimums to everything, but that debt with the highest interest rate. So for that particular debt, you're going to pay the minimum, but on top of the minimum, you're going to pay as much money as you can towards that debt. And then once that highest interest rate debt is paid off, you're going to take that money that you're putting towards that debt and put it towards the next highest interest debt and then rinse and repeat the process. The alternative method is to pay off your debt um, using the lowest balance method, especially if you're one of those people that thrives on quick wins. Paying off the lowest balance will you know give you quick win wins and can help you feel more motivated then it's basically the same approach where you organize all your debt by balance regardless of interest rate and then you pay the minimums to everything else but that debt with the lowest balance that particular debt you're going to pay the minimum and on top of the minimum you're going to pay as much money as you can until you get rid of it and then once it's gone take all that money and then put it towards your next debt so whichever method you choose and you can read more about debt repayment methods on the clevergirlfinance.com blog whichever method you choose you want to make sure that you stick to it and you stay focused on it and when it comes to staying focused you know it can be difficult. So it's easy for me to say all these things, you know, save an emergency fund, 
aggressively attack your debt, this, that. It's easy to say those things, but when you actually put them into practice and you have to go through the day-to-day and the motions of actually doing the work, it can be it can be difficult sometimes, right? So one of the things I strongly recommend is that you have a why. You have a reason. Why is it that you're doing it? Is this because you want to retire early? Is this because you want to quit that job that you hate? Are you doing this for your children? You want to be clear on your why. Are you doing this because you want to have peace of mind about your finances and you want to wake up and not have to stress out about money? Everybody has their reasons for the type of life that they want to live, right? You have a dream of a life you want. So you want to make sure that you keep that why present. You keep it somewhere that you can see it often so that when you have those days where you're just really struggling, you can remember your why and it can help you stay motivated and it can help you stay focused on your path. So that's my, those are my thoughts on paying debt versus savings. You can do both, but you want to make sure that you're taking the right approach. So you're still going to be focusing on paying off your debt, but you want to put a little bit of money away in emergency savings and a little bit of money away um, in retirement savings. So I hope that this episode was useful. And if you're paying off debt, this has kind of helped to give you some insights as to what approach you should take. And if you haven't already, I'd love for you to subscribe either on iTunes or SoundCloud. And if you love what you're hearing, please leave a review so other people can learn about the podcast. And of course, tell your friends. Also, be sure to head over to clevergirlfinance.com and subscribe there so you can get access to my weekly newsletter and get access to my resource library where I have a bunch of really awesome checklists and worksheets that can help you improve your finances. And finally, last but not least, if you haven't already checked out my accountability program, head over to clevergirlfinanceacademy.com and see what's going on there. My accountability program is a group of women who have similar goals of paying off debt, building wealth, and they get weekly challenges with tasks they need to do um, every week towards improving their finances. We have an awesome community of women who are supporting and encouraging each other. Um, We have a book club and I also do live monthly Q&A sessions, Q&A coaching sessions with with my group. So it's really a great place to be if you feel like you need the accountability and support as you work on improving your finances. So again, thank you guys so much for being here and for listening in. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Bye.